And live on our CBD4U.net hotline, we have paranormal investigator and pro wrestling podcaster Robin Nelson. Remember, you don't have to live in pain anymore, have trouble sleeping, fibromyalgia, or anything that involves inflammation. CBD is perfect for you. You don't have to break the bank to get CBD anymore. Great prices and fast, discreet delivery. CBD4U.net. That's CBDFORYOU.net. CBD4U.net. Robin, what's up, man? Pretty good. How about yourself? Man, I'm doing great. Thanks for joining us today, brother. Hey, it's my pleasure. Thank you. I, I tell you what, I started seeing your post show up on a lot. We're, we're affiliated on a lot of the same wrestling groups. And I saw your post coming up, and then I was like, man, this looks like an interesting cat. And then I started not to get creepy on you or anything, doing some little uh, sleuthing on you. And I was like, man, me and this guy have tons of the same interests. I got to talk to this cat. Hey, it's going to be a fun conversation. (laughs) (laughs) So let's start off with pro wrestling, because that's what the podcast is about. And then we'll start diving into paranormal investigating, because I am very interested in that as well. Um, When did you first know that pro wrestling was your jam? When I first know, I was back when I was um, growing back up in uh, Bakersfield, California, um, on Saturday mornings when there was, you know, cartoons before all the other cartoons around. Um, I saw um, WBF uh, Superstars of Wrestling on, and I decided to watch it. I was at eight at the time, and I was like, oh, this looks pretty cool. And the wrestler that got me into pro wrestling was Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Yes. I loved his charisma. I loved the way how he uh, presented himself on the camera, how everything wasn't you know scripted like it is today. He was just rowdy. <laughs> yes, and one of the biggest travesties in my mind in professional wrestling was him not holding the world championship in WWF. I know. That's a shame. I wish he um, had a heavyweight championship, but the only thing he ever got was an intercontinental championship championship as well but i would have rather saw him get the heavyweight championship i don't know what was on vince's mind not doing it he would have been a great world champ well he came in at a time when obviously hulk hogan was red hot uh so you had that going and of course as we've known uh from shoot interviews and stuff like that hulk hogan wasn't sharing the spotlight with nobody oh no he wasn't he was all to himself uh for a very long time i mean and then you had other great wrestlers besides Piper. You had Andre the Giant, mm-hmm. Big John Studd, JYD, yeah. and all of them, and Hillbilly Jim as well. They um, they brought them in around Hulk Hogan to make it more of an interesting storyline in WWF because for a while it was just Hulk Hogan. So when Hogan would you know go to different house shows or events as well, they would also have to have like some uh, co-stars as well to do all the other shows to uh, entertain the people for many years to come. Yeah, and I would say his popularity rivaled that of Hulk Hogan. I mean, there was tons of Piper fans. So, man, it only made sense. But I guess at the time, you know, you got to go with the cash cow that you know is going to put butts in the seats. But, you know, it would have been nice to see him holding that strap. Oh, that would have been great. I would have been so marking out on that, man. <laughs> I'd be like everywhere where he went if he was defending that title. That would just would have been cool. I would have loved him um, had the title um, back if, you know, when he was like over in WCW. Remember when he went yeah. over to WCW? I'm surprised they didn't give him any belts as well. <clears throat> now, talk a little bit about your podcast, where people can find it, what's it about, what you do, all that good stuff. Uh, my podcast is it's Russell Popcast. It's on uh, Spreaker.com, iHeartRadio, Spotify, 
Um, you can find me on Facebook at Russell Popcast and on Twitter at WPopcast1. Um, my uh, podcast is um, I interview independent wrestlers up and coming all around the independent circuit in the United States and over in Canada or wherever to uh, share their stories as well. And I get some few, you know, um, big star wrestlers on well and some old school wrestlers. And I also interview like, you know, professional referees, um, you know, uh, uh, wrestling photographers, promotion owners, and sometimes even fans. Um, I have a wide variety of guests I have on my podcast. Right, and I definitely enjoy your podcast. Um, now, you're, you're really involved in the convention scene as well. You go around to a lot of the conventions and, and meet a lot of the old schoolers and current wrestlers and stuff like that. What was the one wrestler that you met that you marked out for the hardest? Oh, the one wrestler I met that I marked out the hardest? Oh, that's a, that's a hard one. I mean, there were so many <laughs> great ones that I marked out with. I can name you two. Uh, Roddy Roddy Piper, of course. I nice. was like a little schoolboy. <laughs> I was just like tongue-tied when I met him. That was great. And then my uh, next one would um, have to be um, Brett the Hitman Hart. Mm. He was my uh, second favorite I loved growing up, and I was marking on him, man. I, I love some Canadian wrestlers. Right. And – we always hear the stories of the regular, uh, the wrestlers that are, you know, absolute douchebags to fans. Who was the guy that you would say that you met that was turned you off the most? Oh, that's easy. That's Big Papa Pump Scott Steiner. No way. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I met him at um, Motor City Con up in um, you know Novi, Michigan. And I was waiting for in line for him because I always wanted to meet him. He was a total douchebag. He was a dick to everybody, man. Oh, terrible. You, you would think that, that they would know, okay, look, and obviously he's still doing some wrestling, but it's at really small promotions right now. You know, yeah. The limelight has passed me up. This is how I'm making my money now, selling autographs, selling pictures. You think they would know, okay, I got to turn off the douchebag for at least four hours. Oh, that's hard for some wrestlers. You can tell they just don't really want to be there. They want the money, but they just don't want to interact with the fans. There's a lot yeah. of them like that. That is crazy. So let's go ahead and switch over to your other passion, which is paranormal investigation. When did you get into that? Um, I got into that when um, I was in junior high school. Um, I had a friend who was a Wiccan. And, um, you know, I didn't know what a Wiccan was and all that. She was like a, a witch, you know, of good. Yeah. And uh, she's the one that got me into all the paranormal stuff. She got me into books, um, everything from, you know, books to um, looking at different, ma uh, like, magic, demo demology, and everything. And she got me so interested in it. I go, this is um, pretty cool. So um, I started doing some more research, read a lot of books on the um, paras um, parapsychology, uh, demonology, um, you know, spirits and all that, what they do and, you know. And um, I also learned how to, you know, do old investigative techniques before all this, you know, <laughs> yeah. equipment they have nowadays, you know. Um, I remember I had a uh, old recorder, you know, and a, and a flashlight, you know, and some of the um, haunted cemeteries I'd go to or old abandoned places, I would just uh, use my recorder and have my trusty flashlight so I don't fall and hurt myself. <laughs> well, where can people find your paranormal podcast? Um, you can find me at Robin Nelson's Paranormal Files 13 Podcast. It is on uh, Spreaker.com, iHeartRadio, and uh, Spotify as well. And you can follow me at uh, 
13 files on Twitter and also at Robin Nelson's Paranormal Files 13 on Facebook. Now, and speaking of you bringing the recorder to the graveyard, what's the most impressive EVP you've ever caught? <laughs> um, the most impressive one I got, because um, sometimes when you go investigating, there will be times where you won't get nothing and there will be times you'll get stuff. It's just like a, a time wait. It's just like, you know, you know, like you're sitting fishing, you know, waiting for a yeah. fish. Um, I was at a cemetery over when I grew up in Bakersfield, California. Um, it was right next to Bakersfield College, and we went in there and stuff, and we're just, um, I was with my friend, we were just fooling around and stuff, and I got one that said, um, get the hell out of here. Wow. Did you, and, did you um, hear that, that with a live review? Or, or my, like... my buddy wanted to do a, um, uh, you know, a Ouija board on there. I was like, no, you're crazy. Dude. I'm not... <laughs> yeah, get out of here with that. Now, did you hear that while you were there audibly through your ears as well, or you when you played it? Uh, no, I, I didn't hear it in my ears, but when I played it back, I, I it was on my uh, recorder. It, wow. It was neat at the same time, but it was also freaky as well. Yeah, exactly. Now, obviously, there's a, there's a few TV shows out there. Um, you know, you got Ghost Adventures. You got Nick splitting off and doing his thing. Uh, what's your favorite paranormal investigation show right now? My favorite, I would by far would have to, uh, you know, say Ghost Adventures of Zach yeah. Baggins, man. He, um, he's the one that seems like he gets more of the evidence out there than anybody else. I mean, there's probably other investigators out there that get evidence, but for some reason, um, Zach, man, he, he just gets it. He's just like a, uh, he's just like a ghost magnet, man. He yeah. gets everything, you know, on camera, on video recorder and everything. Um, yeah, Zach Baggins. Um, I like Ghost Adventures. There's a lot of people out in the paranormal field, not everybody, that really don't like Zach Baggins. <laughs> but you know, you know what? Haters make you famous too, and <laughs> and they're just hating because they can't get the same evidence. Exactly. But the only one investigator that really came close to getting evidence to Zach is um, Nick Groff and his show, Paranormal Lockdown. He's mm -hmm. got a lot of great stuff too. Yeah, and, and I'm sure you follow Zach on Twitter. Um, God, one of the scariest ones that I, that I saw on his Twitter feed was probably about a year or so ago. He's like, uh -huh. I just woke up, I got pulled out of bed and I'm like, you know what? And see, I love watching paranormal investigations. I've always thought about doing or, or going with a team and seeing what it's all about. But when it comes down to it, I'm a scaredy cat, Robin, like, <laughs> like, these like attachments that like Zach and them get, I'm like, I don't know if I could deal with that, bro. Um, I've had I, I've had an attachment once before. It only lasted for a couple days. Wow. Um, I was with some friends. We went to uh, a Lexington Comic Con, and on the way home in Kentucky, we stopped at this place called Jailhouse Pizza. Um, it's uh, old uh, hanging prison. You know, back in way back in the day, and half of the uh, building of the new part of the pizza place is hooked up to it. And you can sit and um, eat lunch inside the original, uh, you know, jail cells. Everything's all, you know, original from back in the day. Yeah. And um, you can, you can like, look around. And um, it was, like, late at night when we got there. Um, so I decided to, you know, walk around, check things out. So I went around looking around. And when I was walking around, I felt like, you know, someone was watching me. I had this uneasy feeling, but I never, you know, thought of it, you know. So I just got around and was enjoying all this, and then, you know, after I was looking around, admiring the historical stuff about it, um, we ate dinner, and then when we were finally leaving on the way home to back to uh, Cincinnati, I started feeling very hot and sick. I felt like 
I couldn't breathe and you know I was you know huffing and puffing and my friend Howard's like what's the matter I was like I'm feeling very sick man we got to pull over so we had to pull over for a minute so I can you know figure out what was going on and and I knew um, something followed me because I just knew it you know yeah. there's no way you know uh, you know leaving somewhere like haunted you know having something follow you because most of the time sometimes you know most of the spirits don't you know follow you and I just thought it was like uh, you know food poisoning or something and then it just lasted for a couple of days and when I got home I, I just felt like you know I felt I just felt all this pain and suffering you know yeah. from what was attached to me and then after two days uh, later um, I was I, I felt fine Wow what's the most active place you've ever been to um, the most active place I ever um, been to would be uh, Waverly. Um, um, I picked a lot of stuff up there too. That Waverly uh, Sanitarium. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can pick a lot of stuff up there. Um, you feel like you're being watched all the time, and um, that's where I felt like most of all the you know weird things going on. Yeah. Um, I went. I went during the daytime. I mean, you can do investigations in day or night. A lot of people do it in the nighttime. You can do it in the, in the daytime and still get evidence as well um because you know ghosts don't sleep yeah now let me ask you this if you (laughs) okay everybody if you haven't seen ghost adventures i would highly recommend it um i think they're on hulu um uh, but of course you can watch some of the episodes uh and i'm gonna quote unquote pirated (laughs) on youtube um but it, it if you've never seen a ghost adventure show, man, I would highly say go watch the Bobby Mackey show. Go watch the Sloth Furnace show. Um, that will get you hooked on ghost adventures. If you were given the opportunity to go investigate Bobby Mackey's, would you do it? I, I have done it before. Oh, uh, with, snap. Uh, um, I got in there. Um, first, we didn't pick up anything. And then all of a sudden, I had a, a pool ball flown towards me. Oh, my goodness. That and that's nuts. that's the only thing I caught, um, really. And then if you um, are serious about you know getting into paranormal investigation, um, I advise you to uh, start with like a, a group that's been doing it for a while, or someone that's you know um, is really knows what they're doing before you can get into it. Because if you go in, not know what you're doing or not enough research, you can end up getting hurt or something crazy can mm-hmm. happen. And I also advise. Never um, investigate by yourself at all either. I mean, there's people that do that, but that's a no-no. Yeah, no. And I tell you what, living here in Louisiana, we have one of the most active sites in the world with the Myrtles Plantation. And I've always wanted to do, you know, a little tour over there and, you know, maybe spend the night in one of the rooms, see if I can catch any EVPs or something like that. Have you ever been to the Myrtles? Um, That's on my my bucket list. I would also like to go down to New Orleans because when you go down there, I think that whole city is haunted as well. Yeah. You can, you can probably. Um, I've heard stories where you can just f- feel that like the city is alive, you know, with spirits and supernatural voodoo and all that great stuff too. And and sometimes it feels like you can walk into a whole different, you know, time period. Um, I've yeah. heard stories um, when I've had guests on my show. I've talked to psychics, mediums, paranormal investigators that would say like the same thing over down in Louisiana. Yeah, and that was another great uh, Ghost Adventure show as well when they were down in New Orleans. Um, uh, it, now, I would say, and correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Um, Zach Bagans, in my opinion, right now, has to be one of the most credible dudes in the field. Do you think? Do you think that's the truth? 
I've heard stories. I heard he's great, and I've heard stories. Some people said he couldn't get along with them. You know, um, I don't know um, whether the stories are true or not, but that was what I heard. But when I've met Zach a couple times, um, I've met him at some paranormal conventions. He was just a cool, genuine kind of dude, man, real friendly, knowledgeable, and what, and didn't mind you asking questions about the paranormal and all that. And then if I heard other stories where, you know, he's like a dick. Yeah. Now, how would um, how would I go about <laughs> booking Zach Bagans, you think? Um, the only way, the best way to book Zach Bagans is um, I would do research and find out who his agent is yeah. or, or go reach up to the travel channel up through uh, them and see how you can reach out to him. Um, that's the best way to do it. Really, if you know his agent, I wish I knew his agent email. Yeah. I'd be having them on my show right now too. Most definitely. So, or you can reach out to him on this, you know, uh, social platforms and see if he uh, will reach out to you. Um, that works too. But true. he probably gets so many different, you know, requests and stuff. He probably can't answer it all. Um, that's another way too. You just have to do some research and um, find out where how how he all started and find out who his agent is or yeah. go talk to travel channel and go through the channels through there and see what you can get. Okay. Thank you. Now, who do you got coming up on your, uh, on your wrestling podcast? On my wrestling podcast, I got a lot of uh, great guests up. Um, having uh, ring of honors, uh, Silas young nice. on Wednesday. <clears throat> so I'm looking forward to that as well. That that's going to be such a fun podcast. Yeah. And I'm going to have um, pro ring announcer, box announcer, MMA announcer, uh, slick Rick, Rick Toms. Um, that's going to be a fun one as well. And I'm lining up a few more guests this week. So it's, it's, it's going to be a busy week for me. Um, I just, um, had a guest, uh, on my paranormal podcast show. His name was Rob, Gar Rob Garcia. He owns the garden 1858 house in the haunted, uh, church. Um, if you were to get a chance, you should reach out to him and interview him. Uh, yeah. he's a, a paranormal historian. He's been in the investigating field in the Kansas City area for many years. He's a fun he's a fun guest. You should get him. Right on, man. All right. Well, be sure to check Robin Nelson on the internet, Wrestling Popcast, Robin Nelson's Paranormal Files 13. Great stuff you got going on there. Thank you so much for joining us today, Robin. We appreciate your time. It was a blast, hey. man. Hey, thanks for taking your time to have me on. It was fun.